0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Query Core. Today is going to be a little interesting. I thought I'd try a little experiment. Um, so today I'm having to write this essay on for my evolution class on, you know, what is the definition of natural selection and a couple other things. So I thought because. I was sitting down to write it and I would start and then it stopped, stop and you going and I would only get to like 100 words or whatever and this thing needs to be around 500 and couldn't really think straight just by sitting down. So I thought, you know, I'll take a walk and at the same time talk about the, you know, things of evolution so here we go so the first first part of the essay needs to be about natural selection and so natural selection just the generic definition is you know change over time right you have species mating and you know they mate and you know they pick on some scale of fitness right so you know if you're a I don't know, like one of my favorite favorite examples of I mean wacky to us, but wacky evolution is the fact that um, whales, I forget it may be all whales, but it's probably just some species but anyway some, some species of whale that is derived from this sort of prehistoric wolf-like creature, and so the, the, the way it was so to explain to me is that you have this wolf, and forget what the impetus was, but anyway, it starts eating a lot of fish, right? And so it's eating all these fish, and it's spending more time in the water, and, you know, over a very, very, very long time, over multiple generations, it, you know, begins to develop, you know, not just paws, but like, you know, sort of webbed. and starts being able to swim a bit more, and then over time, you know, years and years and years, you eventually get what we now consider a whale, which is interesting. So anyway, so it's picking on some fitness gradient, you know, so essentially in this case, it's like, you know, how good is it, how able is it to swim, you know, eat fish, whatever. Um, sometimes there's, you know, things like sexual selection, right, where you're, you know, you're a peacock and you're choosing based on, you know, the feather patterns and stuff. And then, um, you know, so there's also of different ways of um, selection. So then sort keep going. Give me a minute. I'm trying to pull up my... The one thing I didn't plan about this is being able to pull up my prompt while I'm recording. So let's see. So, files, homework assignments, five. Okay, so the next one is something called genetic drift. Right, so genetic drift is where you have usually very very small populations and genetic drift has to do with the fact that you know if you have a very small population these populations are either going to sort of max out a uh, allele so um, and this is better thought of I mean I'm sure there's actual examples that work but for me it works better to think of it in terms of just numbers so Let's say you have allele A and for that allele, um, you know, the initial starting population, let's make it easy, has, uh, you know, 0. 0.5, the, the number of, the I guess, ratio or whatever, <coughs> of the members of that group that have allele A is 0. 0.5. So half the population has Allele A. And then, you know, if you have a very small population, it really quickly becomes either, you know, just fixed, meaning that 100% or, you know, or one of the population has that allele, or it becomes extinct, that none of the population is allele. And you can, if you do a, if you have a very, very small population, You know, you can think of this in terms of coin flipping. You know, if you have a very large population, you have groups A and B. You know, if you have a very large population, it's very unlikely, you know, say you have a thousand coins, it's very unlikely that they'll all be, you know, a thousand. Uh, Sorry. Not thinking straight. So, you have a thousand coins, and all of them will be heads. And then, you know... But if you only have like three coins, then um, it's much easier for them all to be a 100. So, uh, sorry for, yeah, so basically, you know, if you only have three coins, it's easy for them to all be heads. Um, so, you know, that's um, that's essentially that concept. And then there's this other thing called gene flow, double-checking that that's right. Um, yeah, gene flow. And so that is where you have, you know, maybe say, one population, and there's this mountain, you know, and you have these, let's say it's a population of birds, and these birds fly over this mountain. but, you know, there are two separate populations Sorry, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm writing this essay in my head, but anyway. So you have two populations, you know, population A, population B, and occasionally one or two birds somehow makes it over the mountain and, you know, essentially introduces some genes or, you know, alleles or whatever into another population. And so, um essentially the point with that is, is that, you know, you can have this sort of very gradual introduction of genes into a population, and thus, you know, you may have genes that have become extinct that come back, and once those genes, you know, come back, then maybe they can, you know, increase in the population originally didn't have it before so things like that and then there's this idea of non-random mating right where you're mating not just essentially randomly but you're mating you know based on certain things this is what I was talking about right with the uh, uh, peacocks right where you're mating um, based on you know some score you know, you're mating based on color pattern, you're mating based on anything like that, and so that's non-random mating, and so I think you know, by by looking at each of these I guess you could call them topics or whatever you want to call them um, <clears throat> you know, you could you could be able to essentially get a basic grasp of evolutionary concepts and so, um, so so I guess you know one thing that may be helpful to go back and explain difference yeah. between natural selection and non-random mating and I think I kind of explained that poorly so basically the difference is, is that natural selection is based on nature right so for example if it's too cold if it's too hot or there's no water or there's too much water or something like that then that would be considered natural selection but non-random mating is mating based on you know some fitness aspects you know that species to. so with that I think I'll stop talking, and, you know, hopefully, you know, this experiment is good, and you, you won't just completely skip this episode. Um, I did want to talk a little bit about um, the ways that you can access QueryCore, so, let's see if I can figure out how to do that. I cannot do that. Great. Okay, well... Next time, I will be more prepared and provide links. Um, I do know one thing. Um, I do have a um, Tumblr, which I can pull up the link for that. Let's see. Tumblr. Um, if it gives you any insight into the kind of person I am, I keep all of my apps alphabetized so let's see, so it should be if it's all set up correctly it should just be um, let me see if that works should be tumblr dot com forward slash is that right no it's not maybe there's a dash well anyway I'm going to have to figure out all my links and I shall let y'all know again thank you for listening and listening to me ramble on about just about everything hope you have a wonderful day And I shall see you on the next episode.